We are soul sisters. Walk alongside us as we take you through this journey of sisterhood. Join me, Jenna Urban. And me, Tara Machaco, as we walk in each other's shoes and explore our very different lives. Grab your soul sister to listen and laugh as we share stories of family, work, and small personal disasters. We're We're not perfect, but but nobody nobody is. Okay, so... (laughs) We are back! We are back in the studio recording. Um, We obviously did not record since pre-COVID and we were keeping our six feet apart (laughs) (laughs) yes we were we were staying apart uh actually not staying apart but um we are back because we feel that we had a lot of requests first of all to get back into it and we have so much fun doing it so and have so much to share of our knowledge (laughs) Our knowledge and our stories and yeah. <laughs> our um, background and honestly, we just want to do something that, that we enjoy and that we're having fun doing and we have fun doing this and hope that you have fun. Right. Like basically <laughs> just an excuse. So we're basically <laughs> recording our daily phone conversation, um, you know, just on life in general. But yeah, so uh, we're recording currently. Uh, my Our parents are with two of my children at the beach. Lucas had stayed home with us he had work and it's kind of the first time that we're really not all at a beach vacation we thought we always talked well, we've talked in the past we've, about our beach we've vacation. talked about the beach vacations and we could get into that a little bit right um one of the reasons that i think you and i are home is because we don't want to have to sleep on couches right. or sleep on the floor or have to worry about what time we're going to dinner who's getting in the shower first yeah. it's just it, it like the anxiety you get from having to plan family trips I don't know if it's worth actually going on the trip sometimes. I know. And we actually, like, since COVID, we've kind of done the daily beach Mm -hmm. trips, which I absolutely love. Uh, You know, I mean, the car is kind of filled up with sand from changing our swimsuit in the car at at the end of the day. But I just feel like that's all you need is, like, a good beach day. day. One day. And, like, you don't realize how close. Like, it's two hours in the car. You get to the beach. You enjoy it. And then, you know what, it's honestly fun to find the sand. Like, you, you go in the trunk to get something, and you're like, oh, the sand. Bonus. Oh, that reminds me of the fun day we had at the beach. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Not saying that we will never go to the beach again. No. You, th- you start to think about, like, and even, like, Mommy's going to kill us when she listens to this. But, and we, yes, I still call my mom Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> but you think about, like, she was, she was even nervous before she was going, talking about how she didn't want to be on a schedule and have to go to dinner at this time. And... You just there's just too many things that you have to worry about. While so you're it's not away. really a, a vacation. No, really, it has not because you're worried. First of all, uh, the ridiculous amount of money that you have to spend on gas, and oh, yeah. then for food to to feed the yeah. family while you're on vacation. Um, so it's funny because like in the past when we have gone to different um, fairs with the kids, we brought them to you know like to the Wayne County Fair or something. Like Bob will say, you know, some of these people like this is their this vacation. is their summer vacation. Like this is what they save up for. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I get it. Like that's yeah. all you need. It's, oh yeah, it's like a good day at the fair, right? Get a couple what deep fried Oreos, a couple deep fried Oreos, a couple corn dogs, and maybe see and, a monster truck show or a band or something. But right. oh, I'm a fair girl. I like the bands. Yeah. Like oh yeah, yeah. That's I'm, right. Yeah, the concert goer. Yeah. So um, so we did not go to the beach and we stayed back and. Just living life. 
but and what we're doing while we're not on vacation is obviously always talking about sports <laughs> it's never ending it's never ending and it's, and it's either you're talking about sports or you're you are picking kids up and taking them to the dcc to do a workout and then taking them to somebody else to do a workout i'm going i'm running the workouts places yeah it's right. non-stop right it's non-stop but we love it we do yeah love it love um but my summer just driving kids around mm-hmm. and i love working with the with the kids being able to teach them different things and not just the game but teaching them you know life skills outside of that too right yeah no I think that's great. You know, we are um, always looking for opportunities to to teach, to share our knowledge. Um, now, my kids kind of don't want me to be sharing my knowledge with them in the form of a coach anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of difficult to you know adjust to a new role. Um, not because they don't want to listen to mom and dad. They want to hear from right. somebody else because mom and dad don't know enough. But if they hear the same well, thing, well, dad definitely doesn't. I mean, he doesn't know anything about basketball when it comes to that. And, that, and they will say that they like blandly just, um, you know, just ignore everything he says. But I think it's just funny as the kids are getting older, like how they are responding to, you know, the role. Like, you know, you're my mom. You should just be my mom. You shouldn't be my coach, telling me what to do and yelling at all my friends. <laughs> and I know your kids are trying to separate that the, the the mom and the and the coach right. thing um which i think is a good thing too at times because they, they need to hear different perspectives and they do and i think like you know playing aau and so forth playing for other people the only thing that you know and i think a lot of parents might struggle with this as well is the fact that there are not enough qualified volunteer coaches so like what happens now is everybody is an expert in every mm-hmm. sport and wants to kind of coach their kid right so are they qualified? Should they be coaching their kids? Like mm-hmm. that's where then you start kind of like questioning things. So like there's not enough coaches. So if I don't coach, then there may not be a team yeah. type of thing. Yeah. So you feel like you have to put things together and, and if you have to step in and coach, you have to do it. Right. Um, but I agree with you. And I think there's also, if we're gonna, we could take it a step further, how about the females doing it for the females? Like I think there should be more females involved that are helping be a good role model for the younger girls that are playing. I right. think you don't see enough of that. I think you still see a lot of males stepping in, fathers that might be stepping in coaching their daughters' right. teams where you really you really want to see like some of these these local kids that are going to play in college. You'd love to see some of those kids come back and coach some of these younger kids right. and give back because people like Molly's age, you know, the fourth, fifth, sixth graders, they look up to these these young ladies that are going to play college basketball or whatever sport it might be and they say oh, I want to be like so-and-so, I want to be like this person. Well, those people have to see that right. and understand that, that they're going to they're gonna be a big influence on these young girls' lives. So I would like to see more females involved, I too. would totally love to see more of that, but um, I, I know why they don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Well, it's we could all say it at the same time. Yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a boys club, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's, and it's just it's a battle all the time. Um, all the youth sports that my kids are involved with, mm-hmm. it's men running it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the women are kind of pushed off to the side. There are so many women that do step up, and, and I think that it's hard because as a woman to balance it all mm-hmm. and take on that responsibility, yeah. I, I do give them a lot of credit. But that's definitely why it's discouraging. it. And, and it's not just basketball. I mean, we're, we're talking yeah. basketball, yeah. but I know people that have volunteered for softball, mm-hmm. and they say the same thing. Yeah. I'm sure you know people from field hockey mm-hmm. and, and all those other sports, and it's the same thing because, yeah. I mean, you work with a lot of female coaches, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they 
coaching at the college level probably know a lot more than who's yeah. coaching their children, and it's probably men that are coaching them. Yeah, it's interesting because I had a conversation with a friend of mine that coaches soccer at the college level, and he said that men's soccer at the college level is now starting to hire female coaches. You're seeing it a lot more. So, you know, I wonder if soccer is going to try to start like a little bit of a trend here and, and get and get that going that at the, at the college and high school level, maybe you'll start to see more women coaching men. Right. And maybe that starts to kind of make, make a little bit of a shift too, because I think that if you could coach and you're a good coach, you could coach either, either gender. I don't think it should matter. Right. I think if you're qualified and you do a good job, you, you should you should have a fair and equal shot. Oh, at no, it, it should totally be that way. And, and I, I think that's awesome. The thing that I know, the backlash that I got from coaching boys basketball mm-hmm. was, you know, things that the boys weren't looking at me. Like, yeah. They wouldn't look at me in the eye. Yeah. They wouldn't take what I was saying seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, they kind of looked at me like, oh, you're just a mm-hmm. mom or mm-hmm. you're just a girl. What do you know? But it is discouraging, and I'm sure you're seeing it even at oh. the college level. Because I know at the high school level, I mean, there are really not many women around that no. are coaching. You know what? I, I, I want to ask you, like, do you feel like sometimes when you go to do that stuff, you have to qualify who you are and what you've done? Like, I feel like every time I get into a situation where there's, whether it's male or female, that don't know enough about my background, that I feel right. like I have to talk about myself a little bit more than I normally would to be able to say, here's here's my background, here's my here's what I've done up until this point, so that they understand, hey, I'm qualified to do right. what I'm doing. You, and you're then doing I, that to like to like fifth graders. Yeah, <laughs> so and I, trying and to I, qualify and yourself. You shouldn't have to do that if right. you're being brought into situations like that. I think that that's that starts at home, that starts at school, whatever it might be. Saying right. you know. You, you have to trust and respect that the people that we're bringing in are teaching you and they're qualified to do that. I think the more we, we, we do that and the more we talk about it and educate people on people's backgrounds and say, hey, you give your full attention to this person, then maybe they start to look you in straight in the eye. Right. But I, I, we, can't, we can't even say that it's just the boys that do that because there's girls that do oh, like that totally. too. You have a conversation with somebody because everybody, I think this generation is so used to picking up their phone and being able to, to text you something that – when you have a conversation, you and I are sitting here looking at each other and we're not right. <laughs> we're behind a microphone looking at each other, right. talking to each other because that's a respect thing. I think a lot of a lot of younger kids don't understand that yet. And it's hard as they start to, to get older and get into high school and to get at college, whether it's in the classroom, the court, the field, whatever it might be, they have to learn. If somebody's speaking to you, Mm-hmm. Look at look at that person, so you know that you're engaged in what's happening. Right. And I think that gets lost a lot too. I think, and I think a lot had to do with COVID. Oh, definitely. Like just people being their only form of communication was over, their, like through their phone Zoom. or their iPad, mm-hmm. Zoom yeah. classes, and, and so forth. I mean, how many how many kids woke up and clicked log in on their computer and never got in front of that in front of that screen mm-hmm. and never had any contact for how many months? Right, and and it's and I and I really do think that. The numbers this year in, like, at girls basketball especially have, mm-hmm. are down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I coached this year for the fourth, fifth, and sixth grade girls. And there were some girls that never had that experience of Biddy, like, mm-hmm. the last, you know, those last two years, which are such so it's such a developmental stage or developmental years to kind of learn the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. So they're coming in behind eight ball and, yep. and I'm seeing that I feel like it kind of hit every age level and the quality of players is not very good yeah I mean even in terms of the classroom part of it too I saw with our our first year students this year that first semester they struggled because they weren't used to being in a classroom face to face and I know some schools are still still have some sort of like hybrid schedules there still might be some things that they could choose to do online classes but that's at the college level to have online classes 
that's difficult. And then as soon as you adjust to having to be in front of a professor now and you have to be, you get called on, you have to physically right. talk and you right. can't do it behind a computer. That's a big adjust, adjustment for those first year students. Wow. And you could see the, the first semester grades to the second semester, how much they've increased because now they're used to being in that classroom again and having that interaction. That I think COVID affected a lot of that. Right. And I'm hoping that we see the numbers kind of go up and, may, and maybe we'll see the numbers in, you know, volunteers. Yeah. 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 Not only participation, but volunteers. Yeah. But yeah, we are definitely putting a, a, a call out to women who know their sport, show up, get out there, and volunteer to coach. But I think that we just have to all keep showing up. Mm-hmm. Get involved. Of... Our, the the young, young ladies need strong women to mentor them and to, and to guide them. And so that when they grow up, that they, they are strong, confident women. Right. Because we could get into a whole other topic, too, with the confidence, the mental health part of things. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, but, but the confidence in general. I think, I think if young females see strong, confident women as adults, they, they, they start to migrate towards them a little bit more. And it helps them through everything in life. And I think that's really important. So get out there. If there's women out there that know your sport and are, are even if it's in, ter- in terms of clubs, whatever it might be, get involved. Exactly. And even, like, not just social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what these kids, like, I'm thinking, oh, gosh, we're trying to empower. Like, there are so many, all these things trying to empower girls. Like, you know, wear what you want to wear, beat what you want to mm-hmm. be. Um, but not really, like, that face-to-face and getting out and, and getting kids to go to camps, mm-hmm. back at it, and going to the park and playing pickup games mm-hmm. and you know, doing some lessons or and just kind of getting together yeah. with your friends and playing like that. I, I feel like that was kind of lost. I mean, look at Camp Cadet. It was great to see how many girls were involved in the, the, the Camp Cadet when Lucas graduated from that. Like, yeah. And then how many female troopers were there, too, for those girls to have some strong role models. Even, even yeah, that, that was unbelievable. That was a great experience. Um, and again, they're just, they just show up and I'm sure it's not easy for them to be a state trooper, a female state trooper, but they show up and they get it done. So yeah, that was, um, a lot of like just venting again, (laughs) like just like, this is our normal conversations. We kind of go off and just spiral down. Mm -hmm. Our main goal is to inspire girls and women to, to live the life that they want to live. Right. Oh yeah. Walking in the same shoes, like exactly. We come from two different. We, we come from the same family, but we walk different paths. But I think a lot of our, a lot of our um, things have crossed over, and, and and now especially with your kids getting more into sports and doing doing more of that kind of stuff, I think we, we have the same values, which which really makes a huge difference. Um, but I think we really would love love to see women be more empowered. Exactly. So let's start here, and we're excited. We will um, be back on next week with another episode from Soul Sisters Podcast, and be sure to share this episode and follow, like, and do all those retweet, things. Retweet, retweet, TikTok. I don't even know if TikTok was around. We do not have a TikTok. That's going to be the next thing. I, know, but I don't we, even think TikTok was TikTok around. TikTok was not around when we started doing this, but I do think that oh, maybe we need gosh. to hear. Maybe we need to hear from you. Maybe we'll have Molly. Your 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 twelve year old help us with oh my with, gosh with that's a just like a whole other thing but we could go a live podcast on Twi- on TikTok all oh, the way so many things stay tuned we have a lot planned uh, stick with us and we will not wait two more years to give you another episode we'll see you next week the Soul Sisters podcast.